This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Jonathan here with the Score North download. We'll use it to remind you of some things going on around here at Score North. Listen and win with the free Score North mobile app. This month, one lucky winner will win a $200 gift card to Top Golf with prizes also available for Amazon.com and more. All you have to do is register your app, listen to your favorite Score North content, and you could be a winner. Also, Destination Winter St. Paul featuring the Wells Fargo Winter Skate and the Securian Financial Superslide is open now through February 22nd at CHS Field in St. Paul. The Wells Fargo Winter Skate opens daily at 11 a.m. and the Securian Financial Superslide is open Thursday through Sunday. For more information, visit scorenorth.com, keyword winter. That's been your Score North download. Now back to Mackie and Judith Rami. All right. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, it looks ridiculous outside right now. It's ridiculous outside. Looks great. Sun's just going down. I don't see what the problem is. Jonathan, are you going to stay overnight at Ross's house tonight? Uh, I'm going to try and get as far south as I can, and we'll see where that takes me. (laughs) Perhaps this is the year that you think about moving closer. Yeah. Does he make you feed his cat when you stay overnight? Would that be weird? That would probably be a little weird. Okay, okay, I'm really uncomfortable. You just made this weird. Are we just talking about feeding a cat? or is that Okay. (laughs) Poor Trevor Plouffe doesn't deserve this. All right. Hey, hey, he hit over 100 home runs in almost a decade in the major leagues. He played for the Twins, was a former first-round draft pick, seven years with the Minnesota Twins. Trevor Plouffe. What's up, guys? I'm How sh- doing? That's a great introduction right there. We have a live studio audience that just claps <laughs> on command anytime. They come out in a driving snowstorm, too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, bet I, I like to say I did, all, I, I did all that without a buzzer either. So that's pretty, that's extra impressive. Yeah, is somebody feeding you opinions <laughs> right now? <laughs> They might as well be. I'm on Twitter, man, and some of these things are crazy. <laughs> but, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to be talking to you guys. You guys know what you're talking about. Well, well, we think. Well, here's Don't the speak thing. Too soon, Trevor. Yeah, like we we were talking just a little while ago. I mean, all the things that are being thrown out there about the Astros, and I'm just to the point where I believe literally everything that I'm seeing, even if it's coming from. Scott Brocious's son on Facebook, or like random nieces and nephews of of Carlos Beltran. So, what it what what can you take us sort of behind the curtain? What do you think is real? Like, what really happens? Where should the lines be drawn? And what what do you know about this, Trevor? I mean, there's so much to get into. I mean, unfortunately, you know, we're talking about this instead of talking about Josh Donaldson coming to the Twins and how good the Twins team is going to be next year, you know, because a few guys decided they wanted to get into it and and push the boundaries and end up breaking the rules. Now we're just all sitting here captivated by it. So I understand why, you know, you're saying, oh, I I believe this source and that source, because it is, it's so, it's hard to get away from it. 
And my feeling is, uh, regarding the Astros players, you know, there's obviously other things going on here, but with those guys and kind of some of the new allegations that are coming out, usually you wouldn't go and, and believe stuff, but, you know, the benefit of the doubt is gone for those guys. They cheated. They got caught cheating using one form, and there's no reason to think now, you know, a sane person would be like, okay, if they were doing this, they probably progressed to something else, and that's kind of where everyone can get lost in these things, and, and I honestly don't feel too bad for these guys. So how widespread, Trevor, do you believe that this was? And is this something that guys heard rumblings about? And, you know, obviously some teams did not cheat. But is this something where it seemed fishy inside baseball for a while? Or what was your takeaway uh, when you heard this come out as far as your surprise? Because ours is, you know, ours from the outside is more complete shock. But being inside the game, what was your feeling when all of this started to surface? And it seems now on an hourly basis, we learned something more. Yeah, even even with being in the game, I was still shocked. Okay, like everyone knows that decoding signals, trying to pick up a tell on a pitcher, these things have been going on for years. It's gamesmanship. It's just part of the game. It's one of the reasons the game is so great. It's why we call baseball a chess match. Like there's all these things going on at all times. But when you're taking that out of your own hands and you're having a computer program decode signals for you, that's crossing the line. When you set up a camera in center field and you're relaying uh, what pitch is being thrown, whether it be from a trash can or a whistle or a bang or someone putting his hands up or his hands down in the bullpen, that's crossing the line. And, you know, I've talked to a ton of guys and, you know, I've been doing more and more of this media stuff and, I've been getting guys, they start to reach out to me and tell me things now all the time. You know, I'm not really sure I feel comfortable with all that, but um, a lot of guys are shocked. And, you know, I came out yesterday on my Twitter, and I just I, I want everyone to know, like, I don't believe what some people are saying, that this is a league-wide problem where everyone's going in, doing what the Astros did. I just don't believe that. It's not been my experience, and it's not been a lot of people that are reaching out to me, their experience either. I saw Alex Wood, the Dodgers pitcher, tweet yesterday that he'd rather face somebody on steroids or PEDs than somebody who knows exactly what pitch is coming. And I saw Trevor Bauer quote tweet that all today and said, all day, every day, for the rest of time. What do you think is, is the greater advantage? The guys who were, or I'm sure are still using PEDs, or what we're seeing with this advanced sign stealing, Trevor? I mean, I think they're both bad, obviously. But I do agree with these guys that one is going to make you recover faster, a little bit stronger, and the other is just going to give you a significant advantage on your timing. And that's what's hard about offense. You know, being a hitter is just not knowing what the guy is going to do. He can set you up with a pitch, change your eye level, do all these different things. And if you're able to sit on one pitch, you know, it, the game becomes a lot easier I've been out of the game now for whatever it is, you know, I mean, not eight months. I, I genuinely feel, I've only swung a bat a couple of times. I genuinely feel I could still go up there right now in a big league box and hit and do well. If I knew what pitches were coming, it's, it makes the game so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. This, the, I, the, the two videos that I can't, Stop watching. Are the one that keeps getting played today is the Altuve crossing home plate and covering, you know, trying to keep his yeah. jersey on. But then the other one, I don't know if you saw this one from a couple years ago, where Alex Bregman's doing a post game press conference. I think it was a World Series. He had a big home run in the World Series, and one of the reporters asks him, uh, "So you know what? What were you looking for on that pitch? You know what? Uh, what were you? What were you trying to look for there?" And he goes, "I don't know. 
Yeah. I, I don't know what I was looking for. <laughs> Maybe that pitch, he says. And Marwin Gonzalez sitting right by yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's like my... like if, if, if all of this is true, how arrogant and smug, too, is, is my reaction. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and Altuve is the one that really hurts me. You know, we don't know if these buzzer things are real. You know, I, I'm... I'm not convinced they're real, but you know it wouldn't surprise me at this point. Um, I think that that will be told, and if it is real, that'll come out as well. But Altuve was the one that hurt me because I I like that guy. You know, he was always nice to me and seems just like a good guy. He's one of those guys that you just talk. I would always say baseball is great. Look at Jose Altuve. Guys of any shape, any size, they yeah. can come and play this game. You know, and Bregman, he's been cocky. Like whatever, I don't care about that guy. Like he can go. He's been he's a cheater. And he's been cocky. Doesn't matter to me. Like I, I've already associated him with that. But Jose Altuve, man, like it hurts. So uh, to see these guys, um, you know, retroactively in these videos, it's it is tough, man. It's tough to watch. Like that video of, of Altuve coming around the plate. I mean, when you hit a walk off to go into the World Series and you see all your teammates in front of you. I mean, I, I hit walk offs in regular season games that really meant nothing. And there's no way that you should be thinking about not having someone take your jersey off. Like yeah. It just doesn't cross your mind unless something's going on. So it's it's hard not to, to see these videos and, and just really yes. think like, okay, this is probably what happened. But um, again, if, if it did happen, it's going to come out. I just think that's the way the world works now. So as a guy who played the game, Trevor, and loved it, and as a guy who is still talking probably to a ton of guys in the game, let me ask you this. Do you want justice to be served to the fullest degree and the investigation to continue, or are you sort of hoping that a month out of spring training, baseball says we've got we've got three managers out, we've got at least two teams in big trouble, but we're going to stop there? Do you want more punishment, which is obviously going to come with more scandal and more headlines, or would you prefer that we just punish the people that have been punished and move on quickly? Well, I mean, that's like asking me if I want the game still clear of performance enhancing drugs. Like, obviously, we want anyone that's going to cheat the game to be out of the game. So, yeah, I want this. If there, if there is something that's going on um, or there, something that has been going on, like, yeah, I want everyone that's been a part of it to get what's coming to them, you know? Because, like I said before, a majority, an overwhelming majority of the guys play the game straight up. And I know a lot of people have, been mentioned, people have been mentioning this lately, but there is, you know, butterfly effects to all this. You know, the guy that gets called up and, you know, maybe has a bad outing and all of a sudden his confidence is shook. I've said it for years to anyone that would listen to me. I think I even said it on your guys' show um, that Houston, when you go in there, it was the hardest place to win. Yeah. And I didn't know why. I thought it was a, a small field. They have a great team, you know. And I felt that way. And, and it's, it, now we know why. But, you know, a lot of guys go in there and they get lit up and it, it affects their career. And you can't really even begin to figure out to what extent. So I think, you know, it's not just these guys and a couple pitchers that are affected by it. There's a whole lot of people that are affected by this thing. So it, it, it's a big deal. And I, I, I think anybody that's in the game wants it clean. It's the best game when it's a clean game. And we're, we're working towards that, I think. Can this 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 wave of punishment that we're seeing and that I think we'll we'll continue to see as more is uncovered here? Do you think it can be an effective deterrent if players aren't being punished, which up until now they haven't been? I don't know what's an effective deterrent. I mean, we're still getting guys popped for steroids. I think a guy got popped today. 
right? So I don't know what the effective deterrent is because guys that are getting caught for steroids are still getting paid, so it's going to continue to happen. And if you look at these guys and you kind of say, well, man, Bregman got paid, Altuve got paid, and -and so-and-so got paid doing this. Like, if I'm a fringe guy, like, and I don't really care that I have to tell my family or son, future kids about it, then why wouldn't I do it, you know? So that's, I think there needs to be, you know, a lot of things that happen to to completely rid this. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Plouffe with us here, and and, uh, let's let's switch the subject here. Trevor, you you like the crack of a a sweet bat, don't you? I do. I do. Swing and a drive. First pitch. It's two to nothing. Mm. The rain has come again. High fly ball. (laughs) Deep left field. Donaldson has left the building. Here comes the rain shower. So the Twins just landed one of the best position players in baseball after setting the home run record last year. What what did you make of that signing? I loved it, man. I really, really loved it. Um, Josh is one of those guys... Um, who you hated playing against because he was so dang good, you know? And I think uh, a lot of the pitchers probably share that sentiment on the Twins because he, he really was a, a guy that would come in at target field and do damage. So I'm, I'm sure everyone's happy to have him on the team. But, uh, you know, you speak of offense, but I tend to think that the Twins needed a little bit of uh, defensive cleanup, if you if you will. So I think yep. he's going to do a great job in that. He's still a really good defender, um, and um, I spoke to a few pitchers uh, about that, and they're very excited to have him out there. But, uh, you know, he's going to bring what he does on the field, and he just got a good personality, a good leadership quality off the field that in the clubhouse he'll bring as well. Like, he's a very confident guy, and um, I think he's, like, the perfect addition to the squad that, that we have in Minnesota. So uh, among the guys, Trevor, that you saw play third base, where does Josh sort of rank as far as the fielding attributes, the glove go? Yeah, I probably underrated them my whole career. You know, you look at some of the guys and you obviously think about Nolan Arenado. Um, Now you see Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman's my favorite uh, defensive player in the league right now. But um, Josh, you know, he just made plays, a strong arm, and uh, he, he's won a gold glove. And, you know, what, when I was playing, he was definitely someone I wanted to try to be better than. I probably never was. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't think I gave him enough credit. And now as I see him signing with the Twins and kind of look back at some of his numbers, and he just put up good numbers, you know, very good defensive numbers. And uh, I think, like I said, he, he's someone that they really – that's something that was really needed to be addressed, like – we did hit 308 home runs last year, so the offense wasn't a, a big issue, but I think the infield defense was, and he'll he'll definitely help shore that up. Do you think that was a better use of the money, or if they went out on the free agent market and got one, one of one of the guys who was available out there, whether it's Mad Bum or Ryu or Dallas Keuchel, do you think that would have been money better spent had they gone and added a pitcher to their rotation from the crop of guys who was available in this free agent class? Uh, that's a tough question right there. Um you know, Cole, obviously, I think, was on a different planet than the rest of those guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think that we're all in agreement. probably. Uh, I've seen some of the stuff you guys are talking about. Um, the Twins probably still need to go out and do something, uh, whether it be a trade or um, <clears throat> maybe an in-season trade or an off-season trade. Um, but 
I don't think you can go wrong spending money on a guy like Josh Donaldson. I think you want all the good players. So it's, it's not like you have to have one or the other. I think there's still uh, some money in that budget for a pitcher, too, if I'm right. Yeah. I think uh, they've got plenty of prospects to trade to. They're, they're, I feel like they're in a good spot yeah. between now and July 31st. They've got assets if they want to acquire a pitcher here. So we'll see what happens. Well, what's the wi- what's what's the window? Like it, this is the window, right? Like, yes. We're in yeah. the window. It Amen. Is. This is I, where I, I, I've always I've always been sick of hearing, "Oh, there's a window coming." This is the window for Correct. Flint. So they have these guys. They have a great team, a great squad, and yeah, you have prospects, and they are the lifeblood of your organization. But they're the lifeblood four times like this. Like go go out and trade them. Go go get some people. You know I don't know who's going to be available come during the season. But as, as we've seen it all, you know over the last couple of years, there's teams that are just going to be over it by May or June, and they're just going to sell off their assets. It's kind of how it's gone. And I think I think that's when we'll see the Twins make a move. Yep. And the, uh, but this, this front office has been very good with uh, you know with the moves and what they've done. And this this move uh, in particular with Josh is not pitching but trevor what this move tells me when you go out and give a guy a four with a team option fifth year contract at 34 what this tells me is for the first time they are telling us the window is open like this is not about 2022 uh, 23 right and so it's inevitable to me that pitching is coming next down the pike because when you plug this guy in at 34 at third base you are saying 2020 is a big year now and so I think we're going to see by the deadline, at least, it'll be Barrios, pitcher X, probably Jake. I agree with that. I think I think uh, I think uh, Barrios is going to be a stud this year. Like I think he's going to be a a ace, like a real deal. Like if he wasn't already last year, I know he was an all star, but um, like he's going to take that jump. And you add another guy to that, it's kind of what you need. You need that one two punch, and then you have a guy like Odorizzi who is no slouch himself either. So they're they're set up very well for this season. I can't wait to watch. Uh, That was Trevor Plouffe hanging out with us here, talking about uh, the the scandal and the trash cans and buzzers and Josh Donaldson. And, hey, we've seen you. You've been doing some stuff for Stadium TV. Where If if people are listening here, Twins fans are finding out that you're doing some media stuff, where's the best places for them to find you right now? Man, it's going to be a fun year. Uh, yeah, we're doing some stuff with Stadium. That'll probably continue this year. Uh, but we have some other talks that aren't finalized. But you might be seeing me do some twin stuff this year, which would be really cool. Awesome. Um, really? I will be in Minnesota. Yeah, I'll be in nice. Minnesota next week for Twins Fest, which will be cool. Um, and then uh, John Boy, the guy that really started this whole you know, sign-stealing investigation off by putting those videos up. Him and I have been collaborating and and i think uh you're gonna see a lot more stuff out of us as well this year too love john boy i'm a big john boy fan trevor huge john boy fan he's a really good guy and the whole the whole media company that he's got going on is 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 churning out some good stuff and i hopefully you know be a part of that too awesome man well good to to hear from you we appreciate your insight and we'll do it again sometime man uh, thank you, yes. All right, that is Trevor Plouffe, former first-round draft pick with the Twins, hit over 100 home runs in the big leagues. and Including about 20, some media stuff. 27 in June. Was that June of 15? He hit for for like a two-month stretch in, I think it was 2013 or okay. something. That ball was just he flying was, out. He was the best hitter in baseball for like two months, and yeah. he was on. He led the sports center a bunch of different nights because he hit like 20 home runs in a I month I just remember his June of that year was off the charts. Yeah, he was dialed. He was dialed. Do we know who John Boy is? 
Like where this dude came from. He was from. on the Michael K show for an hour yesterday. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, Rami loves this guy. It's amazing. Yeah, he's great. He's got something going on. Dude, like he he's he's got inside info. He actually he just posted a a video of Chaz Palminteri and his yes, thoughts yeah, on the yeah, cheating scandal. Dude, can we I, I think that's clean. Hey, hey Jonathan, real <laughs> quick. Famous last I'm words. sending can it over you, to you right now, Jonathan. Check your eat whatever. It is, it is, in, your, it is in your DMs. I think it's clean. Now. I think it's clean. I, it's, famous, it's not, famous last words. Sorry. I'm pretty sure this it is This Tom too. Kelly thing's real clean. <laughs> oh we have oh a dump God. button. We got a dump button. I hung, oh my God, I hung our old producer, Dave Harrigan, out to dry so bad like four years ago. We're, so Judd and I were down in spring training, and, and Tom Kelly was doing some kind of a media, like a press conference. He... Was he stepping down from his role because he was? I know he, he just gotten down to spring training, and I think he was talking about why he was late to spring training or something. Yeah, or something. It, it, but he was great. And so we had like ten minutes of Tom Kelly telling stories and stuff, and Tom dropped a couple words that you're not supposed to run on the radio. Sure, but this was like ten minutes before the show started. Before we used to do the show at nine o'clock in the morning, and so Judd and I race up from the clubhouse, and oh my god, we should let let's play this in the first segment. This is great. We got exclusive audio. It's Tom Kelly and. And asking him questions, and I sent it to to our producer. I had two versions. I had the edited version and the raw version. The raw version being the one that didn't have the bleeped out words. Mm-hmm. And I accidentally sent him the raw version and said, "We're good. You don't have to like just play it. We edited it out here. We're good to go." And sure enough, we're listening. Yeah, producer's anyway, worst nightmare. So no pressure, Jonathan. We're gonna fire up this chess so commentary. He never swears. I'm <laughs> no. sure it's fine. Ever. The blame is on you guys. Uh, we have just it? let that be known. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh my God. You're really the Okay. All right. Any professional will tell you the way to spot a liar is a liar does three things when you ask them a question. He's right about this, by the way. One, they ask you to repeat it because they need more time to think of the lie to What's answer that? you. The second thing is they laugh to fluff it off like <laughs> it's not really an important question. And the third thing is what they do is they come up with more than one answer. Now watch Rosenthal, Ken Rosenthal, ask him the question. Watch what El Tule says. He laughs, he has to repeat the question, and he lies. Oh, I'm shy. Oh, no, it's not I'm shy. My wife doesn't want me to do it. I rest my case. Dude, he's spot on. He's also, spot that's on, just man. a terrible excuse. What's that again? I'm shy, and what? my wife was upset last time I had my shirt ripped off on the field. Yeah. Come on, dude. Just repeat that again. <laughs> Try, you know what bothers me? I, people lie. People in sports lie all the time for a lot of reasons. Yeah, it's sports lying. It's not really. Try try a little harder. Just try a little harder when you're lying. Don't treat me like a child. Like, you can just tell a child any lie. Like, oh. And you can do oh, yeah, it's like, well, the stork will carry the baby. Right, exactly. They're like, hey, why, why didn't we get mac and cheese at the store? They were out of mac and cheese. And a kid will just buy that, right? You can give them any stupid lie. Because kids are idiots. Don't right? lie to me like I'm a child. I'm not a child. Give me a little respect with your lies. Can you imagine if Altuve had told the truth? I have a buzzer in my shirt, Ken. Ken would be like... Ken Rose would be like, what? Honestly, he could have said that, and we all would have laughed. He said, oh, I, uh, I'm wired up. I'm wired, yep. No. I've got a wire. i got a buzzer in my shirt. Yeah. This email came in from, we're going to call him. Oh, I saw this. I don't know if I, I'll just say, just say anonymous un- unknown source. source. Major League Baseball put video room monitors in each clubhouse last year to monitor players and coaches watching live video, and perhaps to make sure nobody was using a buzzer. These are independent local guys who have to submit a report after every game of every phone use, etc. they see in the clubhouse in the game. Only one person is supposed to be watching the Hawkeye system for replay purposes, technically. Mm-hmm. 
I think Major League Baseball knew about this long before this winter and tried to change things before this all got out uh, to get ahead of it. Right. And that's this is from someone who would know. Can I give you guys my fix? Because I think it's very simple, it's very drastic, and I don't care that it's going to upset people. I'm going to tell, just like if if you've got three kids and one gets so unruly that you basically tell all your three kids, go to your room, I would tell baseball teams, replay still in. You can ask for reviews, but we're shutting down all your equipment rooms. Your video rooms are out. Therefore, Rocco Baldelli, if you want to challenge, you think you saw a close play, you tell me. We'll challenge it. But you're not having somebody look. And everybody, your replay rooms are shut down. All the equipment's coming out. You're done there. We gave you your chance. Play the game straight up. We gave you your chance. Or you have to use. You have to use like in the NFL. You can use monitors, but they all have to be those Microsoft monitors on the side. Yeah, I'm just saying. Shut down these rooms. Yeah. Just these rooms are done. Yeah. And I'm taking all your equipment out of there. And we just we we are so fascinated by this whole story, and there's so many more layers to it. We're gonna bring Jason Stark on the show next. Jason Stark, very plugged in, talks to people around baseball. What does all this mean for the future of baseball? What are some other details? that maybe we haven't talked about on this show. Jason Stark from The Athletic will join us when we come back. Plus, Ask MJR, the debut of Ask MJR, at about 5.30 today. As you're braving that drive home, hopefully everyone's being safe out there. And hopefully everyone's being smart and safe about their investments, too. That's where Tondrick Wealth Management comes in, to help you set up a plan to make sure you are on the right track financially for retirement. You know, I've, I've, I've thought long and deep about... This stuff, the last four or five years, just finally coming up with a plan long term. I mean, I as I emerged into my 30s, I was like, all right, time to become a little bit more of an adult about some of this stuff. I don't care if you're 30 or 60. There are things you can and should be doing to make sure you get to dictate what your life looks like in retirement. Little adjustments that you make right now can make or even cost you a lot of money in your retirement years. You want an expert by your side. That's where Dale Tondra comes in at Tondrick Wealth Management. Give Dale a call today at 952-401-1671, 952-401-1671, or go to myinvestingcoach.com. Let's also talk about Luther Brookdale Toyota. It's days like today. We're going to have like 10 feet of snow. Hold on. 10 feet of snow. And I'm going to be trudging through it with my 2019 RAV4 XLE, four-wheel drive safety features. And have you seen the new Highlander? I mean... Winter just becomes a lot easier when you have the combination of the people at Luther Brookdale Toyota and the service and durable, trustworthy vehicles like Tundras, Tacomas, Forerunners, RAV4s, Highlanders, just plowing through with those safety features. That's what you get on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. You can get great specials right now on these Highlanders. Uh, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com and like I said, 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. Mackie and Joe with Rami. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. 
This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.